Hey, welcome to Occasionally Awesome. I'm Nick Youssef. I'm Kevin Christie. We are on episode five today. Bang. Yes. Halfway to ten. Halfway to double digits. All right. Um, our guest today is uh, one of the stars of the very funny show, The League. Steve Renazizi. Which airs on FXX. One of X, our good friends. X, X. He's a fucking hilarious dude. Yeah, so funny. Great talker. A guy you like immediately. A guy no one dislikes. Yeah, just universally <laughs> That's one of those people. Like, yeah, where like I want to be friends with that guy. Those guys always do well in yep. whatever industry where it's just like they're really good at just like being nice to everybody. I told him, I was like, you're going to be fine, man. Yeah. Don't worry about it. You're a guy people like. Yeah. And I was right. And it's not even, you know, some people you can tell that they're like, oh, they're putting on that like likable nah. get along. Nope. He just like naturally, yeah. he's a nice guy, likable guy. In a group of dudes. We're hanging out. He's the guy usually telling the story that's the making everyone laugh. Yeah. And you'd like if I'm in a group of comedians with Ren is easy, I just sort of hang out and because I know something funny. I'm, I don't try to get in there necessarily. Yeah. yeah. The story's <laughs> probably better. There's probably a better sex angle than I have. Right. And he's going to be funny. You know, it's just a, he's just a funny guy. And that's why he's successful. And we talk about. We talk about him getting a vasectomy. <laughs> That's a really interesting. We talk about golf. Yeah, we yeah. really get into his vasectomy and yeah. why and how it felt. And how affordable it is. Very reasonable yeah. and responsible when you oh really yeah. look at it. I mean, this episode alone, if you're thinking of getting one, yeah. just listen to it for that. You yeah. learn If some you're shit. on the fence about getting a vasectomy, this is a good app. Yeah. We talked about being a dad. Mm-hmm. Which is related to the vasectomy thing, basically. He, he's got yeah. he's got two kids, and he was like, you know what, we're done. Shut it down. Yeah, which is, I mean, it's smart, man. Um, what else? He's a sports guy too, which we it's one of our one of our loose rules on this show is uh, fuck sports. Yeah, we, we get into golf and yeah. tennis, of which I've played a lot of, which yeah. I'm now sort of against. So oh, that's wow. the thing. All right. So we get into that. Um, and he wants to uh, – he, he's becoming – he's one of those guys that we know, that we've known for, like, kind of since he started. He's becoming a famous person. Yeah, now. he's famous now. Yeah. And that's, you know, I think it's, it's a thing you kind of think you know it's going to be like, but you don't really understand it till. So he is sort of famous now. Yeah. And that's – we talked about that another thing that's great about him – like fame you know they always say it'll like change some people yeah. you would never even know talking to him that the same exact kind of degenerate he always was <laughs> yeah he, he just he doesn't treat anyone differently that's one of my favorite parts about yeah. about him is like he'll, he'll talk to everyone the same he doesn't act like a guy who's on TV it's right like He's not one of those it went to his head type things. He's the same dude from New York who's just out here doing stand-up, hanging out, talking about football. Yeah, he acted like he was famous before he was famous, so we haven't noticed a difference. Yeah, maybe that's it. That's <laughs> great. <laughs> um, but yeah, all around good dude, man. He's he's just so funny and so cool. And it was a fun episode, and we're glad he fucking found the time to do this. He's like, yeah, he lives in New York. He's flying back and forth all the time. He's taping new episodes so he actually he made the time to come by yeah. and uh and hang out with us it's um, a really good episode so I, you're gonna enjoy it you're already listening to it so yes yeah, so you're already this far you're already you're three minutes it. in this would be a, the dumbest time to turn it off yeah just devote the next four and a half hours to this episode like no. it's more of a mini series <laughs> yeah it is it's broken up into nine parts no <laughs> um it's a fun episode so uh before we get into that let's throw out um a couple of things you should know. If you're new to the show, um, go back and listen to all the other four episodes. Yep. 
and then listen to this one. Um, you don't have to listen in any order, but keep listening. Um, you find us on All Things Comedy, yep. our awesome um, our awesome comedy podcast collective network, network yep. collective AllThingsComedy.com. You can find us on iTunes. Yep. You can also find us on SoundCloud. Yep. You can stream our stuff on there. Uh, but you know what? Go download our stuff on iTunes. Subscribe to the episodes. We put out uh, two a week. Every Tuesday and Thursday right now, we're pumping out awesome episodes. Um, so subscribe. Rate that shit. Um, you know, do all that Do all that stuff, everyone, on every podcast. Uh, and follow us on Twitter. We'll, um, we're always posting... Um, Episodes there, um, hilarious observations on life. What's your Twitter, Kevin? I, uh, at Kevin G. Christie. You know, you're, ne- you're never going to follow me for very long without seeing a really cute dog photo. Absolutely. So there's that, and that's worth it. Yeah. yeah. If you want to be happy, yeah, if you like follow smi- Kevin on Twitter. If you like <laughs> smiling and giggling. Yeah, if you enjoy uh, the finer things in life. Art, yeah. dogs, art. dog art. Dog art. Different. Art and dogs. The art of dogs. Um... My Twitter is uh, is at Nick Youssef, N-I-C-K-Y-U-S-S-E-F. There will be no dog pictures. Um, I will post about music. Yeah, a lot and about music. mock you for not knowing about it. A lot it. of bitterness. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, follow us on there. And um, Kevin's got a website, kevinsayshi.com. I full of art. You can also look at my art on my Instagram, which is also Kevin G. Christie. Yep, yep. Um, you can go to nickyusef.com. If you want to contact me other than, like, you know, Twitter stuff, it's not fun to just go into at reply conversations on Twitter. It really isn't. If you want to say anything to me, you want to send me an email or something, contact at nickyusef.com. Uh, gigs are up there. All that stuff is there, too. Um... And this comes out, this is Thursday, so you're at... 24th. So, yeah, this this Friday the 25th, I am at the House of Blues in Dallas with Whitney Cummings. And then the 26th, I'm at the House of Blues in Houston with Whitney Cummings. So please come out and see us. It's a very fun show. She's hilarious. I am also um, basically funny. So <laughs> come and see our stand-up comedy. And it's comedy at not a comedy club, which is cool. Yeah, like they have barbecued food and yeah. there's like... You know, it's like a rock place. The House of Blues, if you've never been, it's got all kinds of interesting shit all over the walls. It's a fun atmosphere. Yeah, it's, it's gonna a. Be fun. That, that, those are going to be good gigs. I, um, I'm in town this week. You can see me this weekend at the comedy store. I'm there a lot. Um, and Halloween, Halloween night, October 31st, you guys. If you're in LA and you're not going to do the fucking. Halloween parade. You're not going to dress up. If you're an adult, basically. <laughs> Come see Kevin and I at uh, the UCB Theater. We're doing Natasha Leggera's show. Natasha's show at UCB. It's called London Paris Costco. That's what it's called? Yeah, it's the, one of the best names. That's a great she nailed name. it with the name in a way I can't even do it. You do that show a lot, right? Yeah, I host it. Uh, okay. London Paris Costco on Halloween night. It's going to be a lot of fun. And come fuck with us. Yeah. So it's at what, 8 p.m.? 8 p.m. So, yeah, you can come see that, and then you can hit up a Halloween party or something. Um, So, yeah, join us for that. That'll be fun. And now, without any further ado, Steve Renazizi on Occasionally Awesome 2Cs 1S. Occasionally Awesome. Yes, 2Cs 1S, everybody. Uh, Enjoy it. Thanks so much. Um, I have been approached by Chocolate Fuckers. Yeah, so what I'm saying is you are at the level... That people like they you know in town they know who you are so the girls will the chuckle fuckers and you're good looking <laughs> so they'll come after you yeah yeah, yeah. that used to happen it does not happen anymore to me 
Not um, at all. My, not at all. You have not, one of the not, strongest, but uh, you are not s- not 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 from these. Not from that. Not no. from those people. No. I don't know. I mean, well, you're also not around anymore as much, guys. We're here with Steve Renazizi, hilarious comedian, also Hello. actor from the League, a uh, hilarious show. Who does and not get approached by women anymore? Well, not not the. Not the oh, not the, the low love. Maybe they're part. maybe not they're the intimidated. You're on television. That's what I'm wondering. I'm like, is it a thing? It makes you they, even better looking. A, a Are you less approachable? You think that may be the thing? Well, I don't know, but I'm just saying, I didn't know who these people are and. Yeah. Why, if they're having sex with 11 comedians, <laughs> right. why aren't I on that list? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, 11? I'm but saying I'm going to do that. I'm just saying that I want to be on the list. That's you want to at least have them try, and then you say yeah. no and go home and jerk off at the thought. The problem with chuckle fuckers yeah. is that you need to get in there like, you got to be number one or two. You, yeah, you would you want to be the, be the 12th three. guy? Yeah, I don't. Depends you know I mean? on how for me. It's like I know I'm not gonna go through on it. Oh but yeah. I, so I'd still like to be on the list. It depends yeah. on the girl. Like, okay, I dated a girl that date has dated several comics. What's her first and last name? It doesn't matter. <laughs> but she dated. <laughs> she started with me. I believe I was her first comic. That's awesome. Then she dated Fultron. Okay. Then Kirk Fox. But I know for a fact that when she started dating Fultron, she told him she was like, "I've dated another comic," and he was like, "Oh God, who?" And she was like, Kevin Christie. He was like, oh, cool. Kevin's a good guy. No, I'm fine. And then same thing. She told me she's like, I'm dating a comic. And I was like, oh, no, who? And she goes, Fultron. I was like, oh, great. I love Fultron. It's good guy. Both of us were like, please don't say it's Ari. Like, uh, that's how everyone. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. This, you know, be... But, you know, it just depends on the comics. I would, you know, although I never date any. I never. I won't have sex with a girl who's had sex with someone. I know that's weird. Yeah, especially if they dated. For any yeah. period of time. If it was just one night, maybe. I don't like, even I know what's worse. What's worse? Someone dating them? That, to me, seems like better in a weird way. It's like you had a real relationship as opposed to just like, oh, you let anyone who gets off a stage throw it in you. Well, provided you're only going to throw it in there one time. But I've never done to that. To date a girl that's dated a guy for whatever, six months, they, they had like a relationship. A relationship, yeah. To date her after feels like you're feels weird. getting in their territory on whatever way. And yeah. I, yeah, but... It's happened plenty of times. I no, it is. I was sort of flirty with this girl a while ago, and then she got set. But nothing happened. We hung out like once, and it was just it was super normal and friendly. Then she got set up on a blind date with someone I know, and I know that they kind of kissed or whatever. So I was like, oh, we can't. <laughs> like that's never gonna. It's just weird. Really? Yeah, yeah. I just don't, I don't know. It's weird. But it's so incestual in the comedy community. I feel like it is, but at the same time, you're also in a major city. That just seems like laziness to me. Like, oh, I have to meet a girl at the comedy store. It kind of is lazy, but it's also it becomes easier to meet girls when you're a you're out at night yeah. doing shows. So you can't really go to that many bars and parties I, and stuff. Cause I also have a specific problem with the notion of someone who just saw me on stage wanting to date me because I feel like that's not that's fake me. That's like not the real person. Like if you like that, you're going to be super you're gonna be pretty disappointed on me on a day to day basis. Because it's not like entertaining. Well, that's part of you, though. Like you, the comedian, you, the entertainer. That I kind of find thing. that routinely women are disappointed with my day-to-day existence. All of us. What, what, oh yeah. yeah. As a day-to-day person, I mean, yeah, it's really skydivers or yeah, exactly. I'm gonna go repel. Yeah, the nuts and bolts of like our lives is pretty. No, boring. I'm gonna read the newspaper. Yeah. Well, the ones that all, that uh, that get disappointed because they're like, why aren't you as funny all the time? Yeah. There's gonna be a lot more problems with that because they. So don't get what it's like to be. A I don't comedian. like. I really don't like when girls want to come see me do a set. There's a girl right now. It's a cute girl. She's like, oh, I'd love to come to your show. I'm like, that's cool. I'm never gonna invite you. Yeah, you're not allowed ever. 
I, don't I just want to be on the list. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't care if they come see me. Right. They don't care if they respect my comedy or direct, my television direct. career at all. I just want to be put on the on who's going to get fucked list. I will direct <laughs> message this girl and be like, listen, friend of mine, let me ask you a question. I bet you this person follows you on Twitter or something. Maybe. I don't You're know, on her list. You just don't know it. Yeah. <laughs> You're so pumped. It's probably yeah, it's just like, in, you know, intimidation. Happen, and now this is like watching anymore. a boxer towards the end of his career. <laughs> I want to know if I should start to feel that way. Yeah, I watched Federer today just lose to a guy who's ranked in the hundreds. and You could really? just see it on his face. He was like, what's happening to my body? Yeah. We had a new racket. You just try it on your racket. I'm gonna go buy a tennis racket. I'm gonna start to play again. I think. Really? Yeah. You know, I played in high school on the team. You're good at tennis. I'm very good at tennis. Varsity. Really? Mm-hmm. I played um, in like eighth. Ninth I would grade. like to play with someone. I, I think you and I would play well together because Kirk Fox is too good. Too good. And then other people that ask me to play aren't good enough. Uh, Aaron Cater's good actually. Michael Costa also apparently very good. Way better than me though. Way yeah, too but good. He was like a pro. Wasn't played he? college. If you played college tennis, no, you, no, no, it, you, you, I, you'd be insulted by my game. That's what you do then. Yeah. In yeah. high school, I played a guy who got a full ride scholarship to UCLA, and he looked so bored beating the shit out of me. Yeah, no, I don't want to do that. I won't be able to hit, you know, volley back and forth. For yeah, a little a while. side to side, get a little sweat going. Yeah, little Bobby Lee. Bo- does Bobby Lee play? He tennis? plays tennis. Yeah, okay. and he's kind of competitive. Oh, you, you know bring what? I, played tennis. With him. I, played I will with him beat once. you with that. I played with him once and I beat him. Drove him nuts. Drove him completely nuts. Really? I did he get him, close? Yeah. Like, or did you just demolish him? No, it was him? it was a close game. He was good. To, I mean, it was like six four. We played like one set, okay. but I beat him and it drove him crazy because he was pretty good i, I told you i have a new renewed commitment to golf as well oh yeah no nah, i'm not with you there i've given it up i retired you used to play golf yeah i yeah. played golf for like 20 years whoa yeah. yeah i gave it up i thought you just never liked golf no it's i i, I mean my i learned uh, my dad made me play at a young age i played with my grandparents and my dad for years and years and years i went to one driving range and then that was it it is the hardest game it is a ridiculous game it's it, and it's Golf is antithetical to every natural way your body works and thinks and looks at things. It is just the way you hold the club, the way you swing it. It doesn't make any sense. Is it hard on your body? No. Can be. It, it can be, yeah. And your wrists and stuff. If you like hit bad shots, you can hit the ground. Every other sport to me involving and swinging and things is a more, involves more natural motions than the way golf works. You're bent over. You're hunched. Yeah. It's you're just odd. Now, how bad is tennis on like your body and your joints? Way harder than golf. Because I'll do, I'll play some fucking. Well, tennis. tennis is a better exercise. It's hard on your what your knees because all the side to knees side knees and ankles and your elbows. So it's, it's hard on your swinging elbow. The last time I played tennis, I was in ninth grade, and it was one of our PE options. I crushed that class. So like you could do you basketball. Coach, did you have Coach Beckham? No, I had Coach. Uh, I can't remember his Canfield? name. Canfield. I think it was the same high school. Yeah, we yeah. did. Yeah, but different different times. So I had this I had Coach Canfield. I had this uh, that guy Canfield tennis and, then and racquetball class. We we picked tennis because that was the one that was furthest away and we didn't have to do anything. So yeah. basketball was right there and you, you had to actually play. Getting sweaty. I was always afraid of like just slopping yeah. sweat for the rest of the day. I was like, give me something that I can either be really good at and it doesn't matter because I'm I'm just when so I had good that's at why we racquet- took tennis because we could be f- we just sat down yeah. just sat until court, they got wise to it. To we didn't fucking we never played until they got wise to our game. Like he's like, why is everyone wanting? to play tennis <laughs> and then you go over there and it's just all s- us sitting around when i was in that class i was also on the tennis team so the off semester i was i had that class 
and I would just, I, there was two girls in that class I was friends with, so I would do the same thing. I'd just be at the last, if you won, you moved up racquetball courts. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would just hang out with my friends and, and not win. And the, co- the, the teacher of the P class, the coach got mad at me. He was like, Christy, what are you doing down here? You know you can play better than this. And I was like, if I beat everyone in the class, will you leave me alone? And he was like, yeah. And so I just slowly beat every, it took you, you paid, played someone different each day. I beat everyone in the class. And then he forced me to play him. And oh, I beat really? him. Oh, you beat him too? Yeah, I beat his ass. Good. <laughs> That's like an after school special. I <laughs> played out. Coach Beckham at CV, I kicked the shit out of him yeah. at racquetball. I just, I just crushed him. I'm going to do it. I hated it. It was that so coach. satisfying. And then I was like, I, I literally was like, all right, bye. And then I just went. And the rest of the semester, I just sat there. Did he nothing. kicked me out of the fucking class. When they made us start playing, we were playing and I kind of got into it. And yeah. then I got really upset because I just couldn't get it over over the net one day. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm better than this. And I took the racket and just <laughs> hurled it at the fence. Yeah. Now, it's a fence, so it doesn't really – it just kind of bounced off and hit the ground. He sees it and goes, what What are you doing? Why are you throwing the rackets? I'm like, I couldn't get it over the net. He's like, pick that thing up Red and – and Shove it up your ass. No, he's like, you're um, you're going to pay for it. I'm like, nothing happened to it. It bounced off a fence. Those rackets were garbage, too. They were fucking, they were <laughs> shit. So I refuse, I'm like, I'm not, not, and I showed it to him. Nothing's wrong. Is that you take that racket and you go to the dean's office right now. So I take the racket and I'm like, fuck this class and fuck you with it. And then I went to the dean's office and it was like my third time in there, like in, in that month or something like that. And he's like, what are you doing here? And I'm like, Canfield's making me pay for this racket. There's nothing wrong with it. He's like, what did you do? I'm like, I threw it. He's like, why? I'm like, because the ball wasn't going where I wanted or whatever. He's like, I've had enough of this. You're paying for this racket. I'm like, listen, I'm not paying for anything. There's nothing wrong with this racket. He's like, fine, I'll call your parents. I'm like, yeah, I'm 15. I don't have a job anyway, so they can pay for it. And they probably won't either because they're not going to want to because it's not broken. (laughs) So, And he's like, shut your mouth right now. He gets on the phone. No one's home. So, uh, and oh, I the told, days of landlines when no one was yeah, home. Yeah, yeah. Landlines. It, oh. it was the best. Yeah. And then I told him, like, listen, no matter what happens, you, if you think I'm not keeping this racket, you're out of your mind. And he's like, why would you want to keep the racket? I'm like, because it's not fucking broken. And I paid for it. And I know what you're going to try and do. You're going to take the money and then you're going to keep both rackets. And I'm not letting <laughs> it happen. Yeah, I would have. That's what I said. I yeah, <laughs> I really did. Uh, and I, I still have it to this day. It's at my parents' so house paid somewhere. For the racket, you paid. It was like it, ten bucks, bucks or something. Those rackets were garbage. Garbage. Or, but that now that racket is, you know what that racket's going to be? The logo of our podcast. <laughs> okay. No, it wasn't even a Wilson. These things were garbage. They were like plastic and aluminum. Yeah. They weren't even. A, they weren't even like the cheapest of cheap graphite. I picture rackets. them to look like those racket, those little uh, um, badminton rackets. They were in between a wooden racket yeah. and a graphite yeah. racket. They, they were, were like shit, bro. I brought my own racket to tennis class because I played tennis. I was like, I'm not playing with this. Garbage. How it was like offensive. Arthur Ashe wouldn't have played with that racket. Like, I <laughs> own a Prince, thank you, with tape on top of it. I had weight tape. Is Tennis that a thing? team was fun. Yeah, you weight the top of the racket so you get a little more speed. Tennis team. I. I mean, I used to regrip constantly. Constantly, oh, uh, constantly regripping. And I would change the color of my grip. Oh, great! Based on the different <laughs> outfits that I was wearing. Oh, great! I mean, the best was get when you go get your racket restrung. You pick the color. Yep. Over here at the Racket Doctor in Glendale. It's where I used to go when I was in high school. Is it still open? It's in Atwater. Yeah, it's the be- one of the best tennis places. I'm getting places super pumped about tennis, you guys. Oh, dude. I have courts in my where I live in L.A. There's like oh, wow. different courts on the on the property. Oh, boy. Yeah. It's like we're all going to get tennis shredded. <laughs> <laughs> you get good abs. You get you get taut legs and no chest. Yeah, Your chest nothing. literally You're disappears. Concave. Yeah. You, con- you get concave chest. Well, you could do push-ups if you don't hit it over the net. <laughs> 
<laughs> Instead of throwing it against that, the fence. Yeah, okay, maybe I'll try that fence. next time. Everybody I broke wins. a racket once at tennis practice on the team, and the coach made me run a bunch of laps. I just crushed a. Ra- I had a bit of a temper, and I just crushed a racket once, and went and bought another one because I had a job as a busboy, so I could afford to buy a new racket if I broke one. Yeah. And I just broke it one day. He was like, "Let me see it." He looked at it. He goes, "Run ten laps." I almost uh, tried to Bo Jackson my putter about <laughs> a week and a half ago. The last time you and I played golf, I threw my putter in a tree. Yes. <laughs> you, me, Court, and someone else, maybe it was Mark Ellis, played at Griffith Park. Griff, yeah. Uh, Court Roosevelt. shot par. Yeah. I shot 36 over. Mm-hmm. That doesn't sound I was, good. It, I, no, was playing, good. <laughs> I was playing Sounds so bad, bad towards speaking, the end. I s- was skipping holes. Like, if I, I'd be like, that's enough of yep. this one. Pick it up. Pick it up. Pick it up. I used to golf all the time. Well, there was a crew of us that would golf on like w- twice a week. It was like it was a rotating crew, but its main members were myself, Sebastian, mm-hmm. Mike Faverman, <laughs> Mark Ellis, Steve Byrne would get in there a lot, um, and we would go play Roosevelt yeah. nine holes. To my, I will want to say this real quick. One time I did play, I beat Ari and Mishevitz. Ari would play, Mishevitz would play. I'm better than Ari. I don't know if anymore, but at the time I was. Yeah, I think you probably yes, you are better than Ari. Yeah, yeah. Ari still has those old wooden clubs, like the <laughs> old, like the old clubs that like like Lee Trevino would be like, oh, I wouldn't use those. No, yeah. Um, <laughs> so he, but so we were, but one time we were playing with Court came, and Court is like a scratch golfer. He's, he's which, by the he's, way, so this is, is like excellent. Not, this is like a driving range to him. Yeah. <laughs> so he's just like and now he's embarrassed by yeah. the slow play the r- of the rest of us and mm-hmm. the fact that he's even hanging out with us. He tried yeah. to give me a pep talk. Yeah. <laughs> so we're on the eighth hole and it's a flat hole. And then the ninth tee, you have to go walk up this little hill to get. So Court has finished the eighth hole and is walking up to the ninth tee, not even waiting for the rest of the group. Yeah. Favorman is about 100 yards from the green and out in Roosevelt over here, the. There's deer everywhere, so there's like a big family of deer right there. And Faberman's going, move! He's screaming, <laughs> move, deer! Move! Like they're going to respond. And he move, goes, ah, pig, ah pig. fuck it, yeah. right? Lays down, hits his ball, the most hardest, straightest, most perfect ball he has ever hit in, in his, his life. life. Bashed about 15 feet into a deer's rib. The, ri- the deer goes, woo! <laughs> and like makes this noise, hits the ground, like, and buckled, buckled this deer. And Baverman's going, I told you to move, pig. It the didn't deer even is phase on him. the ground. Like, he, he obviously like shattered the, de- the deer's rib or something. <laughs> the deer gets back up and then just sprints a million miles an hour into the woods. And Baverman just. Walks over, is big, picks up the ball, goes, I told that pig to move, <laughs> and walks right up to the 90. Court is already driven off that hole. He watched the whole thing happen. He's like, I'm not going to be around <laughs> when the parks department comes. Just drives, and then Favorite's like, I told – Ellis is crying because <laughs> he's been holding the pin on the green the whole time. <laughs> crying. Crying. Does Ellis have Van Halen golf clubs? Is his bag Van Halen? No, but it's the tiny. Oh, he has like one of those. Um, it looks like a Robin Hood bag. It's like the tiniest, oh, teeniest yeah, yeah. little bag, and he straps on it, and his clubs hang out. He looks like Oof. yeah, he's carrying a bow and arrow. I mean, embarrassing to court. Like a small little leather pipe because bag. court's golf experience in his life is of a high end. Yeah, he play- he's, a, he's a caddy. He's right a caddy now for on the a professional PGA golfer. Tour. So yeah, we're imba- you, regular golfers are embarrassing. Our equipment's shitty. Mm-hmm. The way we play is awful. Although I'll show you pictures, but. 
I set like a whole driving range up in my garage. <laughs> a driving range? How big is your garage? My garage is big, but I have a net and then a mat, and then I have a little stand behind me that I can set my iPad on and Skype in with my instructor in L.A. <laughs> and take lessons in New York. <laughs> Whoa. I just bash balls in my garage. This is what That I is a newfound commitment to golf. It is. Like I have like a little stereo down there. I smoke a little bit. I hit golf balls. I write material. It's, like it's like a whole little thing I just do. Yeah. Just like wow. golf exists to punish white men for being affluent <laughs> because you cannot win it. You, you can't might even, be right. You will spend. I, I'm going to. OK, I'm going to low end this in the next decade. You're going to spend about one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. That's a probably around trying right. to improve your game. I'm not even talking playing. Where's all this money? Where would all that money go? Because lessons, it, it, lessons, clubs, 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 simulators. Although, you, you're going to go to a golf camp. And if you think you're not, you're lying. You're going to go to that <laughs> tailor made fucking camp. I did just play last weekend. I have tailor made guys that. That's the reason why I might not spend as much because the lovely people at TaylorMade. One of our, by the way, coincidentally, one of our sponsors. One of our sponsors. Oh, really? podcast. No. no. Oh, they, uh, we make up a lot of fake sponsors. They send me uh, a lot of free stuff. So. That's awesome. Yeah. I The only nice clubs I've ever owned were TaylorMade. I got them from my high school graduation. Thanks, Dad. I just got that new driver that adjusts the R1. You okay, I don't it every, see. It comes with a tool. You, you slice the ball. Click, 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 click. Click, 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 click. Now you, you can don't slice the ball. Change anymore. the way the club is. Yep. Yeah, you could change, like, if so, if you want to hit the ball lower, you 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 will lower the you know the the whatever. The, so it eliminates the need for more clubs. Money, if you no, it it helps. It's, like if you just buy a club and you slice, well, that's what you're gonna do. This is like you can adjust to okay. uh, to help you know curtail your slice. If you took the money you're gonna spend on golf the next decade and bought a mutual fund. In that same decade, you'd make three hundred thousand dollars. Probably not, because the only stock investments I bought were <laughs> I put all my money into Apple. Well, you're not. And to I buy bought one. it. I'll tell you what day I bought it. I can tell you exactly <laughs> the same day. It's the day it was at its highest value. You bought the peak, like me in the home. Seven hundred four dollars per share. And now what is it at four something? Four fifty? Barely <laughs> four something. I bet you not even. It was three eighty last time I checked. Oh, Steve. Oh wow. So, uh, yeah, at its peak. Can you? And my guy was like, "Hey, man, you maybe want to dump some in Netflix." I was like, "Netflix, you take your horse shit out of here. <laughs> I want a new blue collar chip, blue chip." <laughs> do you? Do you? Can you deduct tax losses or, or stock losses off your taxes? Uh, yeah, sure. I think, but when you take it out, though, I think you have when to. When you take it out, yeah, yeah I'm not taking. But you it have out. to leave that in for yeah, a decade. Yeah, I got to leave it in for a, now a thousand it'll, years. Yeah, it'll take you three years <laughs> to make that back. Good news is they're gonna make a watch. <laughs> Those are coming back. Yeah. Oh, the Apple Watch. Like, what I need is a giant tumor on my wrist. I, I just don't get it. I don't get it. And the TV, let me tell you something. I have the Samsung TV, and I'm not plugging anything here for it. I'm just saying, you Samsung, one TV. of our sponsors. Samsung, <laughs> one of our sponsors. You look at this TV, I say, Go on TV, and the TV goes on. I go, Netflix. Yeah. Netflix you can talk up. to it. Well, talk I th to the television, we, man. I think we've almost reached that point where technology is so advanced. The new things aren't incrementally different enough for us to care. Now, there is a huge, huge benefit to having everything in one place. If, yeah. you're gonna, if all the iTunes and everything is going to be inside of it, and it connects with everything, that is totally beneficial. I'm all in for the whole platform. <laughs> but the individual devices is what yeah. I'm saying is you're not making leaps and bounds mm -mm. the way they used to no. with the individual devices. No, you've you've kind of re reached a critical mass to a certain degree. I mean, like the I whatever the iPhone six is isn't gonna. I'm not gonna see that big of a difference between the five. I also don't know how to use a lot of that shit, so it doesn't matter. To me. I've just, just committed myself to the even even number versions. 
So I do not have a five. She's so got two, four, four, six. Yeah, I would have two, four, high fours. Four yeah. S. Anything with an S is unnecessary. Yeah. Well, I just didn't get the four right away, and then the right. four S came out. Right. And I was, right. Like, oh, I cool. was gonna buy someone a phone as a gift. I know someone who has a three, and I was like, this is not appropriate. And I so I went in there. I was like, how much if I just buy the phone and want to give it to them? They're like six hundred fifty bucks. I was like, you guys are doing this wrong. Yeah. Just yeah. so you know, you're doing this wrong. That's it should be three hundred dollars. I know, and I know how much it costs you guys to make. I will say they have the most negotiating power, though. Oh yeah, I went in the there with Apple a cracked. I went in there with a cracked screen once, and the guy asked me how it happened. I didn't lie; I was, I was trying to wrangle a stray pit bull, and it fell out of my pocket. And he goes, "I'm gonna give you a, a new phone for free because you didn't lie." And I was like, "Do people lie?" He goes, "Oh my god, they lie to me yeah. all day long." I think each Apple employee gets like a discretionary phone like once a week you can give someone a phone or something like an angel yeah like an angel <laughs> apple angel i was like i'm trying i was tackling a pit bull in the street they are pretty good about it for as for as badly as they rip you off for what they charge i think they also look at you like okay you've had the same you've been buying phones from us for years yeah so here you go yeah yeah it is amazing how quickly after steve jobs died that it just started to plummet yeah i mean but that's they think he was like the only visionary there which he wasn't well, there was a, their designer dude. Yeah. What's his name? Wozniak. No, no, no. Wozniak. John Ivy's Ive, something, yeah. something like that. Is he dead Who's too? Res- he's still alive. Well, yeah. what the but hell he's responsible he for the aesthetics, like why everything looks so pretty. Yeah. You know? Jobs is, uh, was just about like making everything easy to use, easy to understand, accessibility. Not necessarily, he wasn't a design genius. Yeah, he just he knew how to like find those people, put them together, and then screen yeah, with them until he's a great like he's a great like, great, like brains CEO. fell apart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like Bill Burr's bit. He yeah, doing that shit. Some poor guy who died at his desk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't. I mean, I'm trying to touch all that stuff less. I just feel like it makes me more freaked out. Dude, you're on Twitter more than anyone I know. That's H- just Twitter, how you getting though. it up there. Phone, computer. You're but I, j- I mean, like as far as I don't like, but Twitter is so easy for me to stay away from. It's much easier to stay away from than like people texting me. And no one gets mad at me if I don't tweet a lot. But like if, if I if someone texts me, I don't text them back. I gotta hear about her. No, 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 no. Email. You don't have to hear anything. Just because technology's gotten better doesn't mean my personality has. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, just a qu- you know, it's a quicker I'm way still to know who I am. And yeah, uh, it's just if I don't want to talk to you, then you're not gonna. Just because you can virtually grab me in a second doesn't yeah. mean I'm gonna actually hit you back right away. I just, I, I almost feel like I, I feel more. I feel the need to be more isolated now because I feel more accessible. So I feel like I think of my own time more valuably. Because it I'm, is. It because I you get feel older. Like can't hide. You can't hide. That's what I hate. Like you can get people can find you all the time. Like uh, that shit with like they called your parents and they weren't home. Like my I used to ditch school a lot, but the phone call to tell your parents that they did school showed up at three forty five p.m. Well, my mom didn't get home till five, so I was like, bring it. You could you could drag it on too for a couple of days. If you get home before they do, you yeah. can delete the message yeah. until they try calling again. Uh-huh. But now it's like, if I got in trouble now. They would call. They would email. They would like Facebook message them. The notion them. that a high school has your parents' email address is a fucking bummer. Yeah, that sucks. You'd be in trouble right then and there in the office. I know. There's a t- there's an elementary school teacher that's on Twitter, and she tweets the homework, and every kid follows her on Twitter. She's like, "Don't forget this, 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 and this." So oh, there, it's there's a no. Ex- it's like we're just turning these. We're and I don't see the benefit of it. It just seems like we're turning people into just worker bees that you never get away from work and the things you could be thinking about because you have basically your desk in your hand all the time. That fucking sucks, man. I'm not into it. It just seems to make people miserable. 
My oh. therapist was telling me tons of her clients talk to her about how they're so stressed out because of technology and they're always being emailed and, you know. I don't go on it that much. I don't. Yeah. I can't do it. I'd rather sit down and watch TV or throw, you know, or go hit golf balls. Well, also, you know what I think a lot? I notice people with kids. You have two children. Yeah. It's like when you're home and, and your wife and kids are home, that's the mo- that's all you really are supposed to care about in your life. Yeah. If I have a funny thought while my son is in the bathtub, yeah. you cannot go run and go t- jot yeah. that down really yeah. Yeah. And, and work on it for a half hour. <laughs> he didn't slip and, you know, he's drowning yeah. in, a, in an inch of blood. But I was talking to Max Greenfield about this. And he's like, oh, when I'm home and it's just me, my wife and the kid, everyone I need to care about is there. So I can just I, – I, the phone's gone because no one yeah. – the people who are who I have to answer the phone about are in this room. Yeah, so you're fine. So you're fine. Everyone else is what doesn't matter as much. Whereas, like, I don't have that, you know, everyone, there's no one in this home, so, except me, so everyone out there is the same level of importance. It takes a while to get over that fear of, like, missing out or whatever. I feel like I'm not on the internet all the time or, like, connected to everybody always. I just, like, when certain bad things happen in the world, I'm like, oh, I just gotta stay off Twitter. It's just gonna be a bummer. Yeah. Like, when the Trayvon Martin thing came down, I was like, I don't want to go on Twitter right now. Like, it, yeah, it just feels good to, a lot of people, what they do now is they take weekends off of all technology. That's smart as So shit. they leave work and they go no like computer. I've done that before three, four days at a clip where I won't even check Facebook yeah. or Twitter. And you literally go do what things you used to do. Like you Jeff go to a park, Bridges, you go wherever. Just, Jeff Bridges, apparently, there's a story where his agent couldn't get a hold of him to offer him Iron Man 2. It was like, ah, uh, they want to give you $9 million to work two weeks. And they were like, why can't he's like, I can't get a hold of him. Because he was like on his ranch. And he just not returning calls and yeah. they, they interviewed him about him on 60 minutes and he was like yeah sometimes you gotta go talk to trees yeah <laughs> like yeah and you're like he's right <laughs> you're absolutely right just like i don't i think all that stuff is like fake all like the 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 fake immediacy and like the fake urge it's all the, all the urgency is fake especially loneliness people are lonely and they need to connect with something totally yeah but i especially think like that showbiz urgency is especially fake all those showbiz people are the loneliest people of all. Yeah. <laughs> so they're going, why aren't you doing checking it all the time as well? Yeah. They're making you feel bad. So now I'm on the fucking phone going, oh, I guess I'll look at it. You ever like get an email from your agent's assistant at like 11 at night and you're like, what in God's yeah. name? Bro, you got to quit. Yeah, go to <laughs> bed, homie. <laughs> <laughs> well, come on. This isn't how life is supposed to be. I guess it might be. I mean, I don't know. They work. They, they get, do you become an assistant now and then work your way up? Yeah. Is that still how yeah, it works? Yeah, that's how it works. I feel like my guys got like new people all the time, so unless oh, they're, yeah. become, they're unless they're churning out agents left and right, <laughs> they're. Uh, I, d- I mean, I, I that's to me maybe that's just the benefit of being. I mean, yeah, the, like to me that's the trade off. We have a very unsure life, as far as like the where we work and what we'll do. I mean, it's different as stand ups; you can be go on the road, but like the trade off is not having that life where you're being told what to do. So often, it's like that's why those people have to go on vacation. I have never felt the need to go on vacation. Like, from what? Yeah, I'm like, oh, cool. I'm going on vacation next week. It was just not much. Tr- I'll be in a different place than I am right Doing now. Doing the on vacation. same <laughs> thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm like, it's okay. So far, my life's not like I necessarily, oh, I need that vacation. Give me yeah. that week. But someone who works that, who's constantly being told what to do, it's like, yeah, you Bro, need, my they buddy, need one. My, my friend, and that's the best part about being back in New York now, my buddy's a, a corrections officer. Oi. Where? Rikers? No, out east in the Long Island jail. God, out that's east. a real job. <laughs> and he looks forward to his week in Daytona 
Like <laughs> he works out for it starting yeah. in December. He has an eating pattern that he gets <laughs> up to, like ramps up to, like just so that he can enjoy that week. It's yeah. a week off in Daytona. I mean, I see that shit on Facebook all the time. They're like, three weeks till this place. And you're like, what What do you mean? What are you counting for? Yeah, what are you counting <laughs> for? Four weeks till Denver. Four yep. weeks till this. And you're like, cool, man, I, I guess. <laughs> I could go there tomorrow. I know. But it's important. It is. You have to have that freedom. You have to have that, that outlet. But we have just so much <laughs> more freedom. Yeah. But we have a lot more. F- I wonder if we have more fear. I wonder if there, I wish there was a way to like measure. But my fear. sister said she wouldn't trade her life with mine in a second because she's like, I need a paycheck. I need to know what yeah. I'm making every other week exactly to the number. I wanted to buy something expensive week. today, and I had to like tell myself like, okay, you don't know where any money's coming from next month. There's no like I I know for a fact. Okay, I know like some money is coming next month. The month after that. I quite literally have no idea. Yeah. So I don't know that any's going to show up. So I was like, well, you can't buy this thing because you don't know anything. Yeah. So like I have, I mean, I have enough money for the next whatever amount of time, but I don't know that I will make any money in August. Like I don't think, or September. She will. She will. She'll be a teacher for the next 22 years. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. I mean, I don't know. It's too late for me to garner any of those skills. Could you oh, teach no, art? I could never do that. I could, yeah, I could teach art. I guess. Where? What at level? Art school. I've what sub- level? I've substitute taught at art center where I went to college. Oh, so college, but yeah. not like fifth graders. I could, yeah, I could. I used to what? teach. I used to teach uh, kids art when I was in college. That was my job. Really? Yeah. How? Uh, that sounds like the worst job in the world. Uh, well, they were. You know what? They weren't all one age. They ranged in any given class. They were like age six to thirteen. But I liked it actually. Oh, wow. I mean, the money wasn't good enough for me to keep doing it, but, like, I liked it as a job. I like teaching kids to draw. When you teach, like, a kid how to draw something they want to draw, and you watch, like, them, like, teaching a 13-year-old boy how to draw Wolverine and be like, if you want to make the claws look super sweet, you do this. And they're like, oh, man, those claws look sweet. Like, that's pretty rewarding. So they're way more focused, and it's like, it's math time. It was a private art class. So it was like, it was an ad, they went after school. Like, it wasn't like, I've taught at Can you schools. do nudes? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> to a seven-year-old, here's how you draw. Are you kidding? I forced them to do nudes in <laughs> front of me. We're gonna work on the structure of your balls, everyone. <laughs> yeah, there was a kid. There was actually a really a kid that was a really good artist, but he was really into metal. He was really into heavy metal, and he wanted to draw. He wanted to do an oil painting of that one Marilyn Manson cover where he's like naked, but he has like no genitals. Anti? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh no, yeah. mechanical animals. Mechanical android. Mechanical animals. He looks like he's wearing those little green, ti- like leopard, yeah, le- yeah, like yeah, tight suits. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, you totally can, but we had to have him paint it in another room because some of the parents got freaked out. It was a sweet ass painting, though. This is like Literally. during when he was popular. Manson? Yeah, this is so parents were really freaked this out. This is 1997. My child's a Satanist now. Yeah. No, his parents thought it was really her, her. His parents were really smart. His mom, like one time, he brought in like a picture of a severed pig's head, and she was like, "I want to do this." And the mom was so smart. She was like. She goes, I think it's cool looking, but I bet you could find a better picture of a pig's head. And he was like, yeah, you're probably right. Knowing full well there was going to be no hunt for the pig's head photo. Yeah. <laughs> that's how she tricked him into not doing a an oil rendering of a bloody pig's head. Yeah, you have to you have to brainwash these kids. You, you have trick to trick them. You have to trick them. It's how often do you trick your children? All the time. You just a four-year-old? Yeah. How old are they now? All the Four. time. He has no – the best part, sometimes that he has no concept of time. <laughs> so that's an advantage I have. It's been an hour time. already. Like we we were battling. <laughs> He's been getting out of bed and coming into our room at two o'clock in the morning. 
Right. A lot. He was doing that a lot. Which, you know what? To be honest with you, I have to be full. I don't really mind. I'm going to be honest. At 2 o'clock, I'm not trying to get down at 2 o'clock. Right. It's already either happened or it will never happen. <laughs> and at 2 o'clock, I'm sleeping. And we have a gigantic bed. And right. he's 40 pounds. Yeah. And he gets in the bed. And 40 you don't pounds, even know sometimes. Fat ass. Yeah. <laughs> you don't even know. It's like a Tempur-Pedic. I don't even feel it. Sometimes yeah. I just eat My there. dog weighs 40 pounds. But it's a thing where we just like you have to break him of that. So we told him five nights in a row. If he sleeps in his own bed, he can get a bow and arrow. He's obsessed with bow and arrows. Cool. But like the Nerf ones. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. So he did it for like three days in a row and then didn't do it. And then we, we want to know why. He get, long story short, he did it for like two weeks and I forgot about the bow and arrow. <laughs> and then he goes, Daddy, when do I get my bow and arrow? And I'm like, buddy, it you had need one more day <laughs> to get the bow and arrow. He did it the next day, and I went. I went out and got the bow and arrow. Yeah. I was like, holy! I got to get him the bow and arrow. But yeah. like, he has no concept of time. But you, you just love to... his inability to conceptualize mass. Yes, <laughs> that's the only advantage you have right now is his ignorance. Right? Yeah. Right now. Yeah. How long do you think till his intelligence surpasses yours? I don't know, but I I realize that either it happened in the ten years I was gone out mm-hmm. here, living out here full time, but I passed my father. Ra- rapidly i passed my and mom it, about five years ago i know really yeah it's a strange did she feeling. tell you no but i can just tell you know she needs yeah. she just I, I like not like needs my help yeah. but i'll be like that's no do it like this and do it like this you got to handle on more things than they do i just think their their exposure starts to lessen they just start they don't look at new things they don't like learn new things so they know the old they just stayed they stay at the same level my, my mom, mom just my started dad's texting. arguments became less like it would, it would be like we used to art. We used to have, you know, like go back and forth about points of view or whatever. And then he would he'd be able to go back and forth. And now it's like I would just stop him and then give and stop him again and stop. And it's like, oh, OK. Yeah. This, the the, the, t- the pendulum yeah. swung to the other side. It's where cruel. it's like he just either isn't reading as much or watching as much television, yeah. but he's not like not as informed as he was before. So the first time I beat my dad at tennis, he didn't talk to me for like two hours. I could tell it bummed him out. It, was, yeah. it really bothered him. Yeah, because he used to he never let me win my whole life. He beat me every single time. And then one day I just beat him because I, I think he hurt his knee like in the middle. First of all, he hurt his knee, which I felt bad, but I just beat him and he was just like pissed fuck this man yeah because he could still kick the shit out of me physically but i beat him at tennis and he was just like god damn it mine was arm wrestling the first time i beat my dad at arm wrestling i was like i was shocked that i did it and then he was like wow (laughs) (laughs) that is such because he used to fuck with me and be like let me have a little bit i'm like yeah i'm gonna and then he's like he's like hey remember that i'm still stronger like as he slowly just (laughs) and then one day i just did it as a, like I wasn't even in the mindset like I'm gonna fucking do this yeah, this time. I was like, it. let's see if I can maybe pull it <laughs> off. And I was just starting to get in the gym and work out. I was like 17 or something like that, and I won. And I was like, the tables have turned, <laughs> dude. Eight, there but I still no, feared him. <laughs> there's nothing kind about age. It's a no. thief, man. Yeah. You no. see, it's a bummer when you. It's a bummer to see it in men, especially. We're just like this guy. In his day, could have just taken people down. And just like his body, but your body betrays you. It's really shitty. See, I always had an older dad. Like I never did the sports and the activities because a you work eighty hours a week, physical labor and yeah. that shit. Too tired, too old. We never did like the. You know, Nick can lay tile. You can. Yeah, not like well. I haven't done it in like twelve years or whatever. But yeah, I used to do that. Like in the, I, my dad made me go. He's like, you have to fucking work and learn how to do this shit i tarred jfk's roof one summer 
We wow. Had a black tar that we had to work from midnight to 8, p- 8 a.m. because it was too hot to work during the day. It was the shitty. It was a summer job, but it, you got paid twelve dollars an hour. Oh, cash. that's good. This to is tar ni- it. Nineteen ninety six, seven. Yeah. So Did you have would, to put the little the actual you just roof dump in? The buckets down. It was like Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. yeah. You <laughs> dump the buckets down and you just literally you just mop it out, mop, mop it out. out the tar. Wow. For eight hours a night, and you would take a break, and then you drink Gatorade and our boss was a prick and he'd be like put down the Gatorade and get back to work <laughs> always a fucking brick in our balls and uh, and so yeah but that was like it was like not an option it was like you're gonna go to work yeah yeah work. I, always, I, I remember trying to get a job when I was 15 and I wasn't old enough I tried to get a job at Burger King yeah I tried to get a job at McDonald's and they were like oh you're not old enough I wanted a job I just wanted money I wanted my own money I was so yeah. thrilled when I became a busboy because I just had any just having 40 bucks. Money to me was freedom. I was like, now you can't tell me what to do. I bought my own Reebok pumps. Yep. In 10th in 11th grade. And my mom was like, where'd you get those shoes? I was like, I bought them. She was like, how much were they? I was like, they're one hundred and twelve dollars. Oh, the and the look on her face. So she was jealous. like, I could have gotten those. I was like, well, you didn't. Yeah, I did. What now? <laughs> I made a decision. I D Brown's Reebok pumps, bitch. <laughs> With the light green on the side. Yeah, I'll buy Michael Chang's tomorrow. <laughs> Michael Chang? <laughs> Those are the dopest Remember when ever. Michael Chang won the French Open? Yeah, was he was Fr- 17 or something. And he did it on July 4th. Yeah. And I was at the Yankee game. No, he wasn't. No, the girl, that him and a woman won at the same year. She was the youngest woman. He was the youngest guy. He was Michelle like Yang. I no, <laughs> she was that is a person. No, though. she was from <laughs> I want to say Latin America. But yeah, and he was that, and he was not a great player. But he it was wasn't so Gabrielle Sabatini. Yes, no, nah, it might have been. <laughs> it might have been Gabrielle Sabatini. You from son of a bitch. <laughs> but yeah, he was so fast. He wasn't a great player, but he was. He got to the ball way quicker. Too sh- bad we don't have machines that could tell us the answers. If only one of us had a. F- <laughs> if we hadn't all sworn off looking at our phones, we could solve this problem. I left mine in the car out of respect. They reissued. Oh, wow. <laughs> They reissued those Michael Chang pumps, and it took all my strength to not buy them. I was like, they Kevin, did. oh really? Kevin, you have short legs. They'll make you look like a midget. You can't have not, big high tops. They're not high top. They're like three quarters. Still, but I look. I have short legs and a long torso, so when I wear high tops, it's baby leg time. Yeah. I look like a hobbit. <laughs> but they're so, and they, my pants won't fit over the, the top. Fo- of them. The shoe looks like those big hobbit feet. The shoe's so <laughs> puffy, my jeans won't fit over the top of them because I wear narrow jeans, you guys. Yeah, and so I look <laughs> ridiculous. I look like a guy trying to get at something that he should stop trying to Did get. Did the at. pump ever do anything? It I tightened never, um, around your ankle. Yeah, it would, it would do like a. It would go, and then sometimes I think it went on along the tongue as well. Yeah, there was in the tongue. I mean, when I was in high school for the four month period I smoked weed, I cut a slit in one of the little pump uh, holes and put my weed in there. Ah. Jeez See, I never. Ha- I just heard him in class. Jeez, Louise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never I had a fucking. I never had Jordans till I was an adult. They were just. You know the what's weird? I, you'd think I would have bought Jordans because I wanted Jordans more than anything. But there must not have been good Jordans when I had the money. Because I, I mean, Jordan threes to me are still the coolest shoes I've ever seen. The snakeskin one. Snakeskin. The marbly, marbly light, yeah. black Jordan one. threes. Bring it. I remember those. They're, They're the best. So Dan sweet. Levy has a pair, and I, every time I see them, I'm like. That guy knows how to wear shoes, man. He's really into sneakers. Yeah. He yeah, but th- Jordan 1 through 4, even 5, all those shoes are perfect. They're perfect sneakers. Yeah. But I did never had the money to buy them. Even then, the, uh, the Revolutions, the Bo Jackson, the Bo Jackson cross. The Too cross much fingers. arch. I had the Barclays. Barclays must have a, a six-inch arch. It was mm. like, I was, it hurt my feet. Like, they really? build these shoes to, like, the yeah. players and stuff. I can't play in Jordans. No? I have a couple pairs. 
I played in one one time. You can't play in those shoes. Why? Because they're they're not comfortable. He's flat footed. Are they made to like actually play in, or just because I've never thought to play put on Jordans to play basketball? I I have like I played in Barclays, um, and then I played the Lebrons are actually I don't know his foot's like I play in his. Okay. I went to the Nike thing and they let me make some Lebron shoes. You're okay. You're like a little bit famous now. A little bit famous, yeah. You're free stuff famous. I am some free stuff famous. Yeah, yeah. you're Nike. Nike, you're getting Nike? the Nike thing fa- Nike, famous. Yes, That's famous. Nice people. Yeah, you get the sponsor. One of our sponsors. Yeah, one of our sponsors is Nike <laughs> and the Westboro Baptist Church. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you're not. You're like free stuff famous. Uh-huh. How often do you get recognized? Uh, daily. Daily. Depending on where I am. Right. Sports bar, it's happening for sure. Oh, sports bar, I'm going to be raped. You go sports to a, bar, ever, I mean, I'm can you go to like a Yankee game? Yes, but I will be. You will, will be, be recognized. Like, and it's like. Do you disguise yourself? You no, I wear a hat. Hat, I glasses. Wear a hat. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I wear sunglasses and a hat. Do you like it? Um, I don't mind it sometimes. It gets a bit, you know. It can you get always had, but you all, I mean, knowing you as long as I have now, you always, you always felt like, I think you were breading yourself for this. You were always I, I I never knew you and you were never like short on confidence. You like you've always you were good as soon as I met you. Yeah. I remember because I remember when you worked at the booth of the comedy store and you didn't get teachers. You tested oh, for man, it. Like, oh man. You were the guy they all want. There was a show called Teachers and everyone wanted you except one guy. Yep. And you didn't get it, and, and you were that like, "That guy was Kevin Riley, president yeah. of the network, president, <laughs> of the network, president of." So he had a battle at that point. point. Yeah, now as president of Fox. Yep, and he work on subsidiary. <laughs> and he was like, "That's not our guy," and they gave it to Justin Bartha. And I remember you were yep. like, "Kevin, I can't, I can't go back to this boot." You're like, "I can't go back to tree people." <laughs> and I remember I was like, "Steve, you're gonna be fine." Yeah, I know what it looks like. You have it. Just hang in there. Yeah. And then the next year, you did. You started. You got to start more pilots. Yeah. Yeah. You finally, it finally kicked in, and since um, then, you just work. You work all the time. Work. I've worked. Yeah, for the last ten years, pretty much. Yeah. On a regular basis, it's been good. And now people, um, the league is a, you know, it's a different thing. It's a different animal. It has a, uh, not a huge audience, so I'm not getting recognized at. I can't not go to a mall. Yeah. I'm not Ty Burrell. Where it's like you're the guy from Modern Family, right. you know. We, everybody watches that show, and even if you don't, you've been around when the show's been on. The league is a very specific, small group of people. But they are but devoted. They are, and I'm like you. It will be a situation where they will not be like, "Hey, can I get a picture?" They they like yell at. They me. yell from far away. At the, I was at the um, U.S. Open this year. Mm-hmm. That seems fun. Yeah, I was I was gigging in Philadelphia, and Court uh, was with me, and we went down. To the show, we did the shows, and then uh, during the day, we went to the Golf U.S. Open. I was at uh, a course in Philadelphia. So we're watching the 17th uh, uh, hole is a par three, and they have built grandstands around the around the thing. So um, uh, Matt Kuchar hits a beautiful shot in, and he's about 15 feet for a birdie putt, which not a lot of people have done all day. We're in grandstands, <laughs> right? So about his guy's lining up his putt, and this guy sees me, and I can see it starting to brew. I always know when it's yeah, brewing. You can feel it. And he goes, and he goes, Shiva! <laughs> As Matt Kuchar is lining up this putt in silence, and I just stood up, and I walked out. I got, I'm like, that's it. Goodbye. I'm not going to be responsible for this guy missing a putt. Right. 
and missing the cut. Or that will cost him $100,000 if he makes the yeah. cut. Yeah, or winning the U.S. I don't want to yeah. be. I'm out. I just stood up and walked that's out. That's what famous people do. They get up and they leave. you got to get out. you got to get remove out. yourself from the situation. And that's the then that guy's just a lone lunatic. And he's not going to stop embarrassing himself. No, either. no, no. It's just going to make gonna, it worse for yeah, you. He's willing to do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> In as, that as, situation. As the space yeah. be, diminishes, it's yeah. only going to get stranger. The man yeah. clearly has no sense of context at all. Yeah. That's but that's the trade off you get for being a little bit famous. Do you feel like you want to be more famous, or do you find, feel like I that like would be th- if I could if I could throttle at this level and just kind of yeah hang out at this level for a, a while higher pay grade same level of notoriety same thing yeah give me this the I'm trying to think of whose career well Jeff Daniels would have a great but I mean like, Jeff Daniels me is a perfect example he lives in Michigan no, no way yeah lives in Michigan he, his sons play hockey he lives in Michigan. I read a great interview with him, and he was just like, yeah, I live here. It's fine. Philip Seymour Hoffman seems to have it good, too. Yeah, he also he, he just went to rehab for just heroin. He's got out of rehab. But yeah. That guy's too talented to not be tortured by demons. But he's not. I he doesn't. He, you know what? I, I read that he like he was having problems, I think, with like some pills or whatever, and then it was like he tried heroin. He's like, oh, that's it. Oh, that's oh, it. Oh, great. That's yeah. it. I did that thing. I got to go to rehab. I gotta. This is too good. Everyone I know who's ever – I was talking to a woman once who'd done heroin, and I go, what's it like? She goes, you want to know the truth? the best day of my entire life <laughs> she has kids so trying heroin one time in someone's like apartment was better than her was family. better than that time she had a baby yeah yep. and that's a woman saying that not a dude yeah i was like oh heroin's too good yeah no i can't do it no but i'm crazy i've done coke like four times in my life but never it was never like a thing where i was like this is something i need to do Should you didn't like it right I did not like it. I was like, oh, I'm up, and this feels... What are you yeah. saying? You know, like, <laughs> I was like, okay, and then that feeling goes away, and I was like, oh, I don't really want to go back there again. You That's know, why I that. never did it. I've never... It's always an answer Dude, like that. I've never even seen it. I've seen it. I've seen people. I've watched people I've do it. I try it tonight again. Yeah. If, if that was the mood I wanted to be in for the night, but it's not... I watched a me. girl trying to dig it out of the carpet when we were in the middle of hooking up one Great. night. Great. Great, great. And I was like, that's what Coke does that to you? What is Yeah, you're sniffing and carpet? It's always that reaction. It's like it's like I mean it was fine. I don't and I never yeah. had the desire to fucking do it. I skipped that all I skipped all that Thank shit. God. I was, no one's ever offered it to me. Ever. And people that do it regularly, I don't want to be around. They're oh, I didn't re- I didn't even realize what the behavior looked like and then when someone sh- they're like, Oh yeah, that guy's all gacked out and I was yeah. like, Oh, everyone's been on Coke this whole time and I just thought they were annoying. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, I've been surrounded by people on blow for 15 years and didn't know it. See, if you got more famous, you'd just be offered Coke all the time. Yeah. People would be that. so juiced about giving you Coke. New York, though, where I live on, on Long Island, they don't really, you know, bother me that much, though. Yeah. Is that quiet suburb type? Yeah, quiet okay. suburb. Long Island's beautiful. It's nice. I like it out there. N- Neil Brennan the other day is like the only guy I know who gets famous and moves to Long Island. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's where I grew up. I the full circle thing. That's awesome. I don't respect people that don't want an exit strategy. Like, I don't know why. To me, it's like this is the way I describe what I'm doing, right? I bought a really nice house in New York, a really nice house, but it's not like a crazy mansion. No. But it's like, do you ever play blackjack? And then you go, okay, if I win $300, right? <laughs> you cash in those chips and you color them up. Mm-hmm. You take out. those three hundred dollar chips and you put them in your pocket. Yeah. And you continue to play. Continue I'm still play. playing. Yeah. I'm just putting some chips in my pocket. Yeah. So that when you know eventually it all goes away. Yeah. Well, you're I famous enough to pocket. where you could literally become like a radio host in Long Island, like run for <laughs> mayor. You're a famous. Simone that, you know. says I should. My husband says I should run for poli- for run for city council. Office. There's w- entirely too much nudity of me. 
<laughs> but just not only pictures. You just but gotta just, own it. You gotta be like Governor Christie and just be like, "Why?" That's yeah. gonna be so commonplace in ten oh, years. Oh God, yeah. It'll be weird when like a governor, yeah, you know, any candidate for anything doesn't great, have a dick pic somewhere. You'd be a yeah. great city council member that never actually shows up, but everyone likes ribbon cutting ceremonies. Ribbon cutting. Good with a good quick line here and oh, there. Oh, you'd yeah. be. You're gonna be. A, I'm gonna say this. You're gonna make a great mayor one day of That's your town. A, yep. You'd be a great mayor. You'd think Clint Eastwood was a great mayor. He just was the mayor. He just showed <laughs> up at shit. Carmel, what was the what was the, what was the pressing issue in Carmel, California? So beautiful up there. Oh, it's the, that to me. If that, I, I, I had to play that, if I had real money, that's but, Carmel's the place. Yeah, the forest is literally butted up against the beach. It's the prettiest thing you've ever seen. Yeah, never hot. No, it's like a forest. It's like a magical forest up there. It's, it's all old people, though. Are you talking like move there way later? Yeah, he'll be old, too. Yeah. And, and he has by the Carmel way, money. I feel old now. Oh, okay. So what's the fucking difference? Let's just hang out and talk about old things. All I want to do is talk about old books or whatever. Like, you know me. Do you see me living a lifestyle that is ne- that has anything to do with being young and having fun? You've both known me for 10 years. You're yeah, if right. you told me a 65-year-old woman lived here by herself, I'd be like, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> 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 I mean, if, if, if in the next year he's like, oh, yeah, uh, Kevin moved to Boca Raton, you'd be like, yeah, fine, all right. <laughs> yeah, you check that, Palm Springs. Yeah, he, he I would do a, that. He I bought a used bookstore, and he deals in first editions now. Yeah. that's Yeah, I would do that. I'd move to Palm Springs. It's fucking quiet. Too hot, though. Too I, I like that hot. shit. No. Are you out of your mind? I went to a wedding oh, there a month it. ago. Oh, me too. It was on a golf course Oy. during the day at 6 o'clock. It was 100 degrees, and I was in a suit. I was like, I, I, I almost had Simone pull out the umbrella like Farnsworth Benton. <laughs> hold her over the two of us because it was going to melt. Well, I mean, terrible. for a wedding, that's not good. But I, li- I went there for my birthday, and it was fucking 86 and cloudy, and I was angry at that. I want it to be 105 blistering heat, no and I want to be out wanna, on a pool I, I with no one around. I want to live in like a Carmel. It doesn't rain all the time, but it's a, just a little chilly, and I've yeah, got just like, a just oh, a we need shade. A cow net sweater. Our genetic code is built. Yeah, to you shade. guys are very fair skinned. Yeah, we're yeah, built I can't. to be in the shade. We're not built to be. I want to put on a pair of LL Bean boots. I'm and a some dirty Middle Easterner. Yeah, yeah, you're built to handle it. Yeah, I love it. Soak in those. Filthy gamma rays. Like I, Aaron lizard, Tater, dude. who's Palestinian, would try to get me to play tennis. He's like, yeah, let's meet at Griffith Park at two in the afternoon in the summer. I'd be like, are you trying to kill me? Yeah. Like, come on, man. And he'd sweat, and then he'd be sweating profusely and look happy as a clam while smoking. And I was like, dude, I'm miserable. I'm covered in sunblock, so it's hotter. I just basted myself with basically sour cream. Yeah, sunblock yeah. is like, oh, j- jelly. Yeah, jelly all over your skin. It's like it's like I ra- now I, I, I'm not gonna get burned, but I can't sweat. Yeah, your skin can't breathe. You feel How like you know when your are hand. How much are you putting on your you skin? Whale <laughs> blubber to cover my skin up, sir. Whale blubber. You ever put sir. on fifty? Yeah, fifty. I just sit in the sun you and I get it really on with a tan. spackle brush. I don't, I don't understand. You can't rub fifty in hard enough to make yourself not look chalky. Yeah, so you're wait, still white. You're you still white are, and stupid looking. You guys are saying you can't just sit out in the sun and bronze. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I tried that once where I was like. I don't need, I'm fucking Middle Eastern. I don't need to. And I sat in the sun for two hours and I was just beat red for a week and yeah. a half. Simone I, just got the worst sunburn I've ever seen <laughs> on a human being on his back. Like you so can't like, lift your arms. Now like he's that. like a bear. He, he, every 
back he like rubs his back up against like every corner in the house. He's like yeah. a gigantic grizzly bear. Just like yeah. I'm like, dude. I have no a mole r- I have a mole taken off my body more often than I write a new joke. I've never had wow. one mole, mole taken off. Oh, I, I get should probably taken I've also have never had one mole checked. Oh, you gotta go get those looked at, man. Get them lanced. I take out a razor razor blade and just cut that shit off. Oh man. That that we're they a, send it in, and we're getting got, to that age. I got, speaking of lanced, I got a vasectomy a month ago. Did oh, you, you got it! I did. I you did. finally did wow. it. I did. Well, how long wow. was the healing process? Another reason why I want to be put on the list now. <laughs> I am. There's no yeah. ramifications. No one's yeah. getting pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. How long was the healing process to where you could walk around and be fine? Did your dick hurt? My dick did not hurt. It's your balls. Well, they don't cut your, your dick off, Kevin. No, no, no. They, <laughs> I'm breathing. They solder the tip is what they do. <laughs> <laughs> no, they... Um, that made my butt hurt. Dude. <laughs> it was... Uh, I felt that in my belly button just now. Yeah, it's horrible. Oh. It's, it's, it was a, it's, you're awake. It's a six-minute procedure. Oof. You lay down on the table, and they put a sheet over you, and then the, the doctor was like, did you shave? And I was like, no. And he's like, I'll oh, shave for you. And no. then this guy shaved me like he was... Like he was just like a like a machete, just was like just. I was like, all right, that that's bad. And then he antiseptic, numbing, oh, right? Okay. And then they use this little. It's not a needle, but I it's can't like a, sit still. Yeah. I'm just like imagining like a it all go on the side. And it just goes in, and they clip the two. And now, oh. now I am. It takes six minutes, bro. I am breathing like this. <sighs> Did it feel and like an he hour? Goes like this, and he goes, "Don't breathe like that. You're gonna pass out." Except he's a fantastic doctor, but he stutters. So he's going, don't breathe like that. And I'm like, and now I find myself like, you know, when you're like, oh, here I go. And I'm passing out. And he's like trying to talk me. But he's like, so you're Don't go towards the light, Steve. Do not go towards the light. And he and he finally finishes up. And I just sat in the room for like 20 minutes. It should take 10 minutes. I got home, frozen peas on, two hours on. I mean, 20 minutes on, 20 minutes off. The whole day. Didn't get out of yeah. bed the whole day. The next day, the key is, if anybody out there is getting a vasectomy, buy a jock strap. It is the key. <laughs> really? Buy. You will wear it. What You can walk around. You can do whatever you want. Holds it, holds it up? Because it, it's like a – it holds everything tight. Uh, so then, uh, so it, they, that's the problem. It's not the – the piping will go away. The the, the soreness will go away. What does piping it's mean? The, the <laughs> piping of your like your tubes, your vas deferens. Ah. That's all sore on the inside. So the soreness on the inside, but it's the it's the you know like when you when the you walk jostling. around, it's the jostling around. <laughs> With that in there, two days later, I was playing basketball. Okay, but how long till you oh. fucked or jerked oh, off or what's something? Today? <laughs> <laughs> okay, how long could you have fucked if not no, for um, being a married I man? I masturbated that night, okay. <laughs> even though so he told me not to. to. Okay. Yeah. I was like, I gotta see if this thing still works. <laughs> <laughs> gotta see. And I masturbated that night, and I was like, I, it was sex- so painful. The you're stitching. I'm like, I'm gonna open up the stitches, but oh, I had man. to do it. I was like, and then it came out. I was like, it was like the best. I was like, everything still worked. You're and very sexual. It, like, looks like it would normally. You're look- a very sexual man. So basically, you took in. You're like, hey, take take a little off Excalibur. Yeah. That's that's weird. That'd be like me getting my like drawing hand adjusted, like over or one of my eyes. Like we're gonna do something to your eye. Be like, Ooh, Oof, which yeah. one? Yeah. yeah. So I was uh, I was nervous, but everything worked out, and now it's like fine. Same amount of jizz. Same amount. Ugh. I have to go back and get it tested because you know sometimes the the after they solder the vest. Solder. Solder. Well, they close it off. They like cut it wires, and then they solder the two ends. Jesus! But Christ. sometimes they, you know, they hang out together so much. This is like a saw movie right now. <laughs> can grow back together. <laughs> and then the semen comes back. 
You so know it's you just saw like rebar, not dick parts. I always thought nothing came out for a long time when you got a vasectomy. That makes sense to me. Like dry heaving? Yeah. Yeah. Like after you get it, just air. Empirically, nope. that makes total sense. Yeah. Yeah. Sperm is only 1% of jism or yeah. 2%. It's all really? It's all the rest of it's just ejaculate. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for, ejaculate for all over your face. All over your face. <laughs> You look like an abstract painting. I brought a thing. I'm getting a vasectomy. Okay. This cool. Ari, two I days later. And he's Ari go, I don't know why I'm not doing this. Yeah, <laughs> me neither. <laughs> How much did it cost? I guess I cannot fathom right now a possibility where someone telling me that they're pregnant is good news. I can't do it. <laughs> I don't know yeah. why I'm not doing this. <laughs> How much did it cost? You have insurance. It though. was $1,400 I saw. without. I think my insurance covered. For like a lifetime of freedom? Of it. Wait a minute, it's it was the greatest <laughs> deal in the world. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm saying now, I'm like, people like... Like I, I've run into. You know how many guys I've run into like your age? Like, what are you, dude? You can't even. I can't even believe it. And it's reversible. And I'm like, I get to fuck with the ending now. I knew how the ending was for the last. Yeah. My whole life, I knew I was like, I gotta get, I gotta, get, I gotta end. And now I'm like, I don't give a shit when it ends. You fuck in I the moment. Improvise. You fuck in the moment. Yeah, I'm fully yours. Wow. My eye life contact, has changed. Eye contact, dirty talk. Don't have to go. You don't have to go to that awful place in your mind and think about your dead relatives so you don't jizz too soon. You can live. Yep. You're alive. Wow. I'm alive. How hard improvise. is it to reverse if you wanted to make some babies? For me, it would be impossible because I'll be dead and you'll have to go in after if I'm dead. You were gonna <laughs> I'm not going. I'm not okay, going. Okay, but medically. It, it would it, be, they say it's like a 75% rate of reversal Great. success. Great, great, great. And you could, f- I mean, it, you could our freeze sperm episode, before if, you're like, episode, if you don't you have and kids, I are getting right? vasectomies. Yeah, live. Live vases. <laughs> live you, you could honestly podcast. do it and be, have a perfectly reasonable conversation Ugh. while you're doing it. I did not know it was that simple. God damn it. In my head, it was like a real operation. You're out for a week. No. I want to adopt anyways because I don't. I my I have people genes. that go back to work too quickly or lift up too much or don't take care of themselves or smoke. You got to make sure. Like one, my one buddy got it done and like his one ball blew up. Yeah, like it became like you know like he you know there's oh wow complications, but it's not for the most part. If you're a good good, and I, I mean feel good like what person. I feel like what <laughs> you did person. what you did is responsible. Yeah. Because my fear is not having a baby tomorrow. No, my fear is having a baby at fifty. Yeah. And what are my chances between now and fifty of not having? We had a scare, and it's like it's too much. No. I don't want it. We yeah. we're done. We we're done having our own kids. Tracy has awful pregnancies. Awful. Oh, really? They're difficult. Horrible. Okay. We're in the hospital. There's fluids involved. Oh man. <laughs> we almost got divorced. She have long recovery time afterwards. Oh, you mean just never stop <laughs> yapping about <laughs> it? Is that part of the recovery? Her recovery process? is all verbal. <laughs> No, after she's like glowing because it's over. She yeah. just, it's, she is horrible. So if we said we would adopt, we would adopt if we want to do it again. Yeah. But, uh, but we're done having them all natural. You have two great kids, two beautiful young boys. Beautiful boys. And you're at an income level to where you can take care of them. They're not going to yeah. be a burden on society. No, they're going to be taken care of. What you're doing is extremely responsible. Hopefully well adjusted. Yeah. If I can have it my way. If well. they're living in Long Island, they're going to be a lot better off than here, man. Yeah. That's what I thought. When you told me you were buying a house there, I was like, that's very smart. It was for the kids. Better public schools, better whole thing. Do yeah. you think you're going to go private, Catholic? No, I think we're going to do public. He's in public right now. I mean, he's only in preschool, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, I think we're going to do public. It's a good neighborhood we're in. Hey, you think Ralph I want Macchio was my neighborhood. Oh, snap. oh wow. You think we're I'd put a kid in public school in Los Angeles? Lord of the Flies meets Fuck Thunderdome. That, yeah. <laughs> it's Lord of the Thunderdome. 
Why would I do that? Yeah, I went, through, I went through the public school system. You and I, I went through the same public school system, yeah. basically morons. And, and, our, and our schools that we went to are considered some of the best in L.A. County. People oh, yeah. move to those areas to go to them. Because they're in the suburbs, they're safe, I but they're full of morons. I barely high school. Barely. I graduated with a 1.9 grade point average. I was the only senior that had to go to full day of school because I'd failed so many things. And people would, most people, would you describe me as a smart person? I would say that you look smart. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you have tricked me for many years. In my in life, that's been enough. Honestly. Yeah. yeah, just look smart and don't have to. Uh, look smart and say very little. People yeah. just think I'm judging them silently because I have all the answers. I just didn't pay attention. My, my school was humongous. I graduated with 640 people. Wow. In your senior class? In senior year, yeah. Jesus. Yeah, big. That's big. Big. I don't even know how many there were in mine. I I got I went to a fucking continuation school. Yeah, you did. I got. I think the there was like three hundred seniors at at my graduation. I heard you guys do this tastemaker thing at the end. Well, just like yeah, which is around like. now. Oh, good. I brought. What'd you bring? It's called a G pen. What, what is, is cigarettes? That? It's for smoking marijuana. Oh, interesting. Yes. Well, we I guess we're gonna promote drugs now. Well, I'm it's fine. not really a drug in this state. It is a sponsor I, of yours. It is a sponsor. Of drugs is a sponsor of yeah. our podcast. Just marijuana all drugs. is a sponsor of humor in general. The sponsor um, of comedy, yeah. yeah. I just got it. Okay. And it's remarkable. Right. It's the easiest vaporizer pen to use. It's so small. You just put a little wax in here. Wax. Right, right. Where do, you, where do you buy the wax? You buy the wax at a dispensary, but if you live in a city where that doesn't, and not an option, it's very easy to make if you have pot. Um, and then you just press this button. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. You, when you, okay, is there, are you, pot wax? It's like I don't, I don't. What is that? I don't know. I don't know how they make it. These guys just make stuff, man. So they wait. Okay. It's like you turn the, wax the THC into, into wax. wax. So you're just getting the THC. Okay. I thought the wax was like some sort it's of. It's like, like a little wax, and then you put it in here. You press this button. One, two, three, four, five. Now it's on. And then you hold this button down. And you get all dubbed up with your with your laugh smoke. And your little your little laugh smoke comes out, and, and it's not smoke. It's vapor. It's vapor. Does it smell like pot smoke? No, it smells like. It smells like nothing. Huh. So it's called the G Pen. The G Pen. Made the same company name, or is that the? Yes, it's called. It looks a lot. I don't know how they're gonna get away with this. Looks a lot like the Google logo. Looks like the Gatorade G. It is exactly like you cannot miss it. You're gonna think like oh yeah, but the Gatorade. You're gonna think that they're Gatorade like little pot like Gatorade drinks, but they're. These little the pens. Gatorade G is a pre-existing font, though. That's not an original font design. Oh, I really? Tell you it's that, that perfect G like that. Yeah. And, they, and this is the uh, G Pen Mini, and then two come in a box. Okay. So you would have two. And you just charge the battery. See? That's battery power. Battery charged right there. It's small, too. Tiny. And they come two, and you can travel with it. Very easy to travel with. Gatorade G looks to me like just plain Helvetica. So if it was empty and you and TSA saw that or something... They're not going to give you a problem. No, you put, yeah, not give you a problem. It's just a vaporizer pen. Okay. So the vaporizer G pen. Yep. I think it's a hundred bucks. That seems really worth I it. I like that. They're so small now. Yeah. My had vaporizers with massive contraptions. Well, I have the volcano back mm-hmm. in New York, but that's that's my that's my girl. That's she stays at home. <laughs> She's for special occasions. Yeah. Yeah. Anniversaries. Yeah. yeah birthdays. Yeah. Big things. Birthdays. Right. Yeah. Saturdays. Big Tuesdays. <laughs> Wednesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, <laughs> sometimes Sunday afternoons, yes. sometimes twice. Uh, if you had a big sandwich or like yeah. 
just feel like laying down or right right <laughs> before or after a bowel movement mm-hmm. maybe um, if tracy's talking too much or if she's being really quiet or if the kids are around <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> the kids, <laughs> kids let's get hot <laughs> this is you're the modern man i'm trying you you know yeah. that's thing your show represents like you guys are like modern dudes the modern man but like now the modern man includes a legit marijuana habit probably a or high end or you know how you spoke about like oh so and so drank a lot. I don't think it's as a taboo as it was before. If you mentioned like having a a, a, a pot habit, I know? feel like the tyke. There's no way Richard Branson doesn't smoke pot. The mm-hmm. tycoons of our world have all gotten high. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like just enjoying a better, cleaner way to do it now. As long as you don't talk about it, I feel like it. Okay, you know I, I I put to me pot is the same as yoga. If you do it, great. If you start talking to me about it, I'm like go away. Yeah, shut up. I don't talk to you about like oh my god I just had the best whatever. The talking about the things you do that are like that is boring. Yeah. So he's like, oh, my God, I'm doing Reiki. And it's like, shut up. I don't want to hear it. If you talk about anything too much. But if it's like, oh, he does the little pot. So what? Yeah. It's all bad. I mean, nothing's good for you anymore in the world. Nothing in the world's good for you. It all hurts you in some way. Go ahead. What do you mean? Everything's bad for you in some way. Too much water is bad for you. My buddy Jay grew his own tomatoes. He was like, that's it. I'm sick of getting these shit tomatoes. (laughs) And he ate so many tomatoes, he got a blood blood, uh, thing where he was like, there's too much acid in your blood. Yeah, tomatoes are really acidic. To be good, he grew his own tomatoes. Now, granted, gluttony took over and he (laughs) ate a lot of tomatoes and a lot of sauce. Yeah. And a lot of like, he made, he utilized all those tomatoes. Tomato milkshakes. He actually poisoned (laughs) himself. But he was like, oh, I'm going to try to do the right thing and grow the right thing and be responsible. There's no right thing anymore. <laughs> There's no right thing. No. Your vasectomy is the, was, was the, the right thing. thing. Was you the greatest thing in the, the world. Ra- you know how you know it was the right thing? It fucking hurt. It, it did. was painful to do, but you did the right thing. The right thing I find is usually the thing you don't want to do. And I did not want to do it. Nope. I almost dr- even driving there I was like I'll just wear condoms. Did Tracy do a nice <laughs> thing? I'm for going you? after like, I you know leave what, babe, here. thank you. <laughs> she sh- yeah, I mean she was like, well, it was more like it was more like the thank you will come with the years of of upcoming unprotected. Just yeah, dump it in there. Dump it. Still, <laughs> you. This is modern man. Is this is that why you're not on the list. Should we not? Yeah, okay. Because you say things like <laughs> dump it in there. That's my sounds, thank you. Sounds like you're taking a dump and a. Don't act like the guys that are on the list don't say that shit either. That's true. That's probably got on the scum. list. Yeah. Because that girl has terrible yeah, thoughts. Saying because her I, dad said dump it in you, and now she needs to hear it. <laughs> 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 oh boy! Oh jeez! Uh, Nick, I what? really didn't at this time. <laughs> My dad hurt me. What, Nick? Are you promoting a thing? What do you got? I have um stupid piece of shit. I have an obnoxious thing. That's that yeah. is not surprising. Kind of like the yoga thing, you know. Okay. You're like, I don't want to fucking hear about it. It's fine if it's outside. Just it's a it's obnoxious. It. It's called uh it's called an AeroPress. Okay. Okay. And it's a coffee maker. Mm-hmm. Kevin gets annoyed when I talk about coffee. Good coffee. Um, I got one donated to me. <laughs> I can hear you breathing with rage. Um, I got one donated to me when I did the, the AIDS life cycle ride because it's, it's compact and it works like a fresh uh, French press. You know, those work. Yep. But it's uh, plastic and it's like, <laughs> it's like a cylinder. You put the coffee in the bottom with a small filter um, and then you pour hot water in, and then you put a, the smaller cylinder inside, and you wait 30 seconds and just press it down. Mm-hmm. It's got a rubber seal, so it cleans out the cylinder as it's pushing it through, and it makes what's essentially like a double espresso. 
and any leftover hot water you can pour in to kind of thin it out and make it an Americano. And it makes fucking amazing coffee. You and can do it in of, a minute. Instead of the regular noise, it plays Vampire Weekend. <laughs> Would you be disappointed to know that I've never had a cup of coffee in my in life? In your life? In your How life? How is that possible yeah. you live on the East Coast? I've never had a cup of coffee in my life. You've got to be kidding me. Nope. Never, never drank an entire... I've had sips like a... Oh, my God. I've never... What do you do when you're tired? You got a show. Are you an ice tea person or something? Red Bull. Uh, I just do the fucking show. I I I do it. You don't. So you don't drink caffeine at all. Um, No, I drink caffeine. It's like sodas or something. Yeah. Okay. Because some if you don't drink a lot of caffeine, sodas give you kind of the energy of coffee. Okay. That's crazy to me. Yeah. Never in my life. I feel like coffee's like such an ingrained. East Coast. Oh, everyone I know in the in the my entire We're life. We're gonna go out coffee. for coffee and cake later. Tracy has like two or three cups a day. It's so America to drink coffee. I'm not a fan <laughs> of hot liquids. I have to be honest. <laughs> well, I don't drink it hot. I'm not a tea. I would never had a cup of tea. I would. I would never have a cup of tea. I drink coffee cold. I don't believe in cold coffee. <laughs> I said that on purpose. It doesn't taste nearly as good as it smells. I would never have a hot cup of coffee, but I'd be willing to try a cold cup of coffee. You want me to make you one? I don't know. It'll wake you. If you've never had one, it'll wake you the hell up and oh, know yeah. you have planned the rest of the day, but it'll change that a little. I was You're going to get it. It'll be like it's making me dinner. It'll that's be like nice. the time you did. It'll cocaine. kill your appetite. So that's a bad idea. Yeah. Wait a minute. Caffeine kills your appetite. It does. Because I remember like in the mm. afternoon, I usually I try not to drink on set too much diet soda because it's yeah. like it's the it's up and down. It also Just gives, trying to hit water hard, hard water and yeah. with like that. that. But um once in a while, I have a Diet Coke in the afternoon, and it, yeah, it gets... Caffeine, I, I, I mean, I started drinking lots of coffee because I refuse to exercise ever, and I don't want to <laughs> be fat, so I drink a lot of caffeine, so I'm not hungry. Yeah, Just caffeine and cigarettes are huge appetite suppressants. Yeah, it suppresses my hunger for like four hours. So instead of like, you know, eating a cake, I just have some coffee and I don't eat. Get, when's your birthday, What about a coffee Kevin? cake? January. That's so good. You know what I do sometimes when I, love I like coffee cake. Okay, the other day I got like I was driving and there was some weird traffic on the ten. It basically kicked me off in Culver City for no reason, and I got lost. And I got really mad because I was lost in Los Angeles where I've yeah. lived my entire life. And I'm just like, what? And I got so mad. I was in such a rage. I had to go to a Seven Eleven and buy coffee cakes. And <laughs> I was eating them. I bought two coffee cakes and Drakes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I bought two of those, and then like a Danish, a blueberry Danish, and I had to slow, I had to eat them in the car while I drove home, yep. so that I didn't like smash something. You know how many times I've done that on the yeah. way home from the city, from doing spots in the city, I stop off and treat. I'm like, what a wonderful. I'm like, you got to your spots on time. Mm-hmm. You did new material. Yes, you did. And you are driving home like it's a midnight, big boy, and you need a treat. You <laughs> treat this treat. Yes, you get did. off this exit, and yep. you know that the McDonald's is right there, and you can <laughs> get a because I love a chocolate shake. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's my version of yeah. coffee. Yeah, yeah, a yeah. Small yeah, yeah, chocolate yeah. shake. Chocolate <laughs> has caffeine in it. Great. I Bring for it a while late at night. I didn't care if chocolate had cancer in it. Right <laughs> after, right during when Laura was leaving me, and after I was going to Wendy's basically every night at about one in the morning. Are you wow. okay? Oh, I was fine. Okay. Yeah, now I'm fine. Okay. And I would go and I get a chocolate shake every night and just cr- I would that thing wouldn't even make it home. It wouldn't even barely made it out of the drive-through. I drank it so fast. Yeah. So good. <laughs> get that straw. Smell. Wendy's chocolate shake. It, the, not the biggie. The chocolate shake. Get a small one. A reasonable size portion is exactly. fine. Exactly. Just a, 
If I'm getting a chocolate shake, it's going to be fucking massive. Yeah, well, because you're going to do it once every... Yeah, I'm lactose intolerant, and I'll still do it. Me too, me too. But because it's going to be just that one day, I'm like, I'm going to get the biggest one, and I'm going to suffer anyway. You want to go to a diner where they give you the shake, and then the metal cup next to it... I have intolerance for my lactose intolerance. Oh, yeah, I fight it. You know what? Yeah. You can be mad all you want. There's still cheese coming your way, buddy. Yeah, buddy, guess what? I'm tired of listening to you, Dad. Yeah. Screw you. No, yeah, I crush a chocolate shake probably once a week. I've been eating a lot of ice cream lately. Nice. It just feels just so late good. late at night, about one in the morning yeah. in bed. I, you could say that's a sad visual. Just in no, my underpants. Not. Just me in kind of gray underpants. Just, vi- just eating uh, fish food like a sad person. But I'm not. I feel, I feel good about it. I feel like yeah, there's I nothing deserve sad it. about it. If I do, if I feel like I didn't do anything destructive all day long, I'm like, we're gonna get a little ice cream later. You're eating ice cream in a home that you own. But then There's I nothing re- sad someone about told that. me that like eating ice cream late at night is literally like a sign of depression that shows up on like lists. Fuck that guy. Like, Who yeah. is that guy? <laughs> Those people are losers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those people are. Those buzz people kills. clearly haven't had losers. fish food. There's They're ribbons of marshmallow fun. in it. Ribbons. It's gonna go up, by the way. When do you guys post? Um, do you have a website? We're going to be, be on All Things Comedy. Yeah. Oh, good. We should say this like we already are. Yeah. <laughs> By then, yeah. But we're stockpiling them so that we, you know, have we'll launch big. Launch big. Yeah, yeah. So if you like it, there's more. You're That's a close. Great. You're a cleanup hitter. Nice. Fourth. Who's who have you done? Max. Well, first was just us, and then we did Steve Howie first. Uh-huh. Bobby Lee, you. Great. And then yeah. Max, I think, is our next Max one. Max may be the next one. Maybe. Maybe. He didn't get nominated for an Emmy this year, so I'm thinking. Oh, he's that. out. He's done. Why? <laughs> you know, what I gotta say, I'm psyched that he, when he did, but I'm uh, very excited that Tony Hale got nominated. The Veep changed the Emmy that landscape. That was gonna be my second thing that I brought before the G Pen. If you don't watch Veep, yeah, I don't. You, if you don't watch Veep, you are first of all you the funniest person that um that lives um uh, where on the planet Earth, Earth. is on okay. that show. And her <laughs> name's Julia Louis. She Dreyfus. is really but funnier than uh, everything else that yeah. you see rolled up together and eaten. She's funnier than you know all how that. you know she's devoted to being funny. She's one of the richest celebrities in the world. On um, there was a list of rich yeah. actors, and she comes in at about three billion dollars. Because of family money, what? but she has like yeah. two hundred million of her own. She still goes to work all the time on a single camera, which is long hours, long days, she and she's is in every a shot. Kind of funny right now. I did a commercial with her. She's very shy. She's a kind of fun. She's crushing it. So, and by the way, still hot. She's like fifty two. Yep, still keeps herself together. She hot. used to bring her kids wow. to treat people. Hot. Oh, really? So yep. Veep is it on Netflix? No, uh, no, it's on HBO Go. Okay, done. First Such two seasons show. are in the show. Matt Walsh, to who you know started the UCBs in it, and okay. he's hysterical. Uh, Tony Hale, who's also Buster on Arrested Development. And we nominated. I didn't even know they were in it. I've heard here and there it's good. Tony and I tested for Big Day together. That's where we met. Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. She's, uh, I mean, Julia Louis-Dreyfus is going to probably win Best if Emmy, for, uh, actor for Best Female in a Comedy every year that she's on that show. If wow. Louis doesn't beat her. <laughs> Louis up for best female comedian. Yeah, he's up for every <laughs> Emmy possible. <laughs> he's in like he's up for six Emmys. different individual categories: Ugh. actor, show, director, writer, special, guest star. Guest star, SNL guest hosting. Oh, okay, I. You know what? I really bother me that they give best guest star to a famous person every year because you know there was some nobody who crushed it on yeah. something. Who could that that award would change their life? But it's always like. You know, it's it's always Robin Williams on a sitcom or some shit. Yeah, it's like find the nobody who literally walked into a room and just destroyed an episode. Yeah, you should have to read to get best. Guess yeah, <laughs> <laughs> maybe Kevin Christie in a very special house. Good one, buddy. Thank you. <laughs> Whatever. All right, so Veep, 
The G pen. The G pen. Yep. An Aero Press. An Aero Coffee Press. Maker. How much is your Aero Press? That's another thing. Only thirty bucks. Where can you get it? You can get it uh, online or at any coffee shop that you'd walk into and be like, "These guys are douchebags." <laughs> they sell them there. Any, when you walk into a coffee yeah. shop and feel the urge to fight everybody, yeah, they yeah, have yeah. it. You're like, "Why is that guy wearing a bow tie and making coffee?" Yeah, yeah. get it. Or there. know that you, you can have just a clear neckerchief, the place out. a bow tie, and another handkerchief in your back pocket. Yes, what's absolutely. happening? Get it at one of those places. Yeah, how many accessories do you have on you? Yeah, um, <laughs> I want to promote. Okay, a lot of my friends, you include Steve. Always hit me up where they, they want to buy art and they don't know where to get like inexpensive exactly. art. Okay. This isn't a place where you can buy art necessarily, but this is where you can find a lot of the artists that sell inexpensive prints of their work and products and screen prints like this that you can. And it's got tons, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of great artists on this website. They feature like inexpensive artists and you can go to these people's websites and find out if they make things and then you can buy art for your house and you're not spending thousands and thousands of dollars. These are people that make prints that are a hundred bucks, 200 bucks, 300 bucks, something like that. Maybe 50. It's a website called beautiful decay, beautiful decay, beautiful decay. It's spelled exactly dot like dot com net, net or dot com dot dot com or they feature <laughs> like <laughs> five, six artists a day. And they're just, they're like, you know, they're accessible artists that make products that are inexpensive. And then you can, if you want to be a person that has art in your house and you don't know where to buy it, this is a place to start. There's photographers, people that make sculptures and art and paintings and stuff. Do they sell a lot of this framed? Is that optional on the Some site? Some of the artists may have sell the stuff framed the site. I mean, I know Beautiful Decay has sold prints. There's probably a framed option. Okay. But the thing with prints usually come in a standardized size to where you can buy the frame at Ikea or Aaron Brothers. That's the thing. If you're buying art, always buy it in standardized sizes if you can, because then you can frame it yourself. And As an artist, though, what's, is the, what's the standardized size? 11 by 17, 8, and a half by, 8 by 10, uh, 18 by 24, 24 by 36. So okay. you're you're cool with like a, a nice piece of art being framed at something from Ikea. Like yeah. That's not I've shitty. framed most of the art shows that I've done at Ikea. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. They have decent frames. So I didn't know if that was like... It would I mean, fuck with the integrity okay. of if the art. The, okay, the more Ikea. expensive pieces of art I've bought... Uh-huh. I'll take them to get them framed if I need a mat or if it's, you know, expensive and I need UV glass and I don't want it to fade or something like that. That's different. But prints are routinely, you know, they, they're they're light proof. They're more durable. OK. And you do that. Beautifuldecay.com. It's a good site. You're going to Ikea tomorrow. Ugh, that's going to take all. That's nothing to brag about. I know. That's going the, for an hour. That's the opposite of yeah. that's getting a vasectomy, but of your heart. Going for an hour. That's like the first hour. First of all, that's impossible. Eating the meatballs. You're not going to get out of there an hour. I am. I'm oh, really? A, I'm buying a bed and some stuff for my house. You're buying a four bed hours. and some stuff in your house. Four, <laughs> <getting out> <laughs> four <laughs> hours. By the way, if you made a documentary about this and it happened, you'd win an Emmy. You'd be, get into Sundance. You'd get into South by Southwest. You'd win the Palm Door because no yeah. one believe it happened. Why? Because it's, it's fucking too hard. Ikea. A bed? You got to figure out which bed you want. I already know. The Lachschflauter? <laughs> <laughs> the Fleeschlocker? <laughs> the Luke, six consonants in a row and then three U's with dots over them? What are those dots? Yeah. I can't deal with the dots. Yeah. Give me six, two, four. <laughs> so you got to get a bed. So you get the bed. You the take bed? it, you pay for it. Then you got to hand them the thing. They got to go find the bed. They bring it out. You make sure it's the right bed. Then you got it. You're going to the one in Burbank. Yep. Oh, you're fucked. On a Sunday. Already, yeah. we're at two and a half On hours. A, where are you going to park? It's going to take you 12 minutes to walk from the lower parking structure level to IKEA. You know where I park? In the Macy's parking lot in that first that first That's spot what I right do. there, That's and then what I, I jam do. it right inside. But then you got to hey, bring your car. Hey, don't you show up there tomorrow, you son <laughs> of a bitch. You got to bring your car to back it in. 
And if you think that lot's not going to be full, you're going to be waiting well, to find eight spot. I'm with my husband. He'd be willing to die for our relationship. Okay, I'll tell him to save a spot. Well, bringing Simone, you don't even bring it. You park, you stay at the Macy's parking lot. He throws the bed on his back like a mule. <laughs> I should point out, the by the way, over. Ikea, one of our sponsors. One of oh, our pockets. sponsors, okay. but only the meatballs. Okay. They Just are the good food. Swedish meatballs are great. There's I a California pizza kitchen across the street that you might want to fuck yes, with. Yes, I've had Also, that Chevy's. Chevy's. Chevy's makes their own They're tortillas. I, I auditioned. I auditioned for a roll of Chevy's <laughs> yeah. in uh, Times Square when they first opened up. <laughs> but they, have, they make their own tortillas in the thing they call El Machino. <laughs> it's good. I've eaten at Chevy's since I was like, you know, a teenager. Used to go to the movie theater to try to go on dates. That's um, where I saw Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles when I was I have thirteen. To pee, so I we're just, actually we're, done. we're like we're done. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Can right. we watch you pee to make sure your dick's working normally? It's it, my stream is great. There's Strong nothing stream. wrong. It's just that one pipe that delivers semen into the your the mis- sperm into the semen. Your mistake valve. Yeah. The one I wish I knew which one it was. I would just hold it tight every time. You can <laughs> use. Feel free to use mistake valve. Why don't I just hold it? Guy, just show me which one it is. I'm going to pinch it every yeah. time I come. Yeah, yeah. That you know way, that'll you, stop it. You know when you swallow something and start coughing? Oh, it went down the wrong pipe. That's the pipe you That's soldered. It. We're adding that to our the, to the segment. It's going to be Beautiful Decay, the AeroPress, the G-Pen. And getting the, a vasectomy. And getting a goddamn vasectomy. Yeah. You get a vasectomy. Get a vasectomy. Get a vasectomy and save up money and buy your friend a vasectomy. What a yeah. gift. Get a Groupon. What a great what a Christmas great gift. gift. Get some people together. Yeah. So pull your friend aside and go, you should never have kids, you mook. And here's fourteen hundred dollars. Yeah, that's less than an iMac. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank I'm you for this has been occasionally awesome. Thank you, awesome. Thank thank you, you Steve Renazizi, for being on it, man. Awesome. Thank you. Guys. It was fun. Bye. <laughs>